That's what we I currently was... need. For, we need the community to start representing Magento yeah. as a brand because Adobe refuses to represent the brand Magento right now. And, and I've been talking to them for a year, to mm. Adobe people, and trying to get them to clear out that message and, and stop saying Magento is now Adobe Commerce, which is a false statement. Magento Commerce became Adobe Commerce, but Magento Open Source still is Magento Open Source. Mage Talk is a podcast about the Magento community. Mage Talk is brought to you by Future Commerce, a podcast by Philip Jackson, the original brains behind Mage Talk itself, and by Mage Chat, a private community that I started for the Magento community, as well as other sub communities. I just said community way too many times. You can check that out at magechat.club. Uh, thanks so much, and uh, on to the episode. Welcome to Mage Talk. This is episode 237, and my name is Willem. And I'm Kaylin, and we are we're diving right in. I'm going to pull up the doc. You, you did a, I want to commend you for your work on the doc. I, I took a quick peek at it, and I just have to figure out where to find it now. But it looks like you... So much, so much has changed between episodes. This is the fourth one we're doing together now is it and is it only the fourth? i think so i think it's the fifth i want to say it's the fifth but i'll I'm review okay with that. i'll review You'll... the records and we'll we'll verify that we'll set that straight like we all the wouldn't... other mistakes that we've made so far that we are going to set straight <laughs> that's what we um, do man. at least at least i learned that i was right about the fact that kimberly thomas started meet magento in new york and then yes. ignacio with interactive four took over later and yes. then Eric Hillman uh, with Major Mojo, and uh, now it's in the hands of Krish. There's Krish a lot Marsha. of there's a very there's a very long and winding backstory to the to the uh, uh, hosting of Meet Magenta New York, which we will not get it into. Got history. It's, it's got, got history. It's got history. It's a it is. It is a fascinating historical artifact in the Magento community. And aside from that, it was just a good time. I had a friggin' blast. Uh, so what swag did you bring home? Any uh, Anything the, particular that I might be looking at right now? The answer to your question... Okay, so you do, you do see. Uh, the answer to your question is this is the only, literally the only... I'm, I, I have no, I, I decided up front, I was not going to carry any bags. I was not going to carry any shirts. I was not going to carry anything. So they gave me the bag when I checked in with the thing in it and the flyers and whatever the bag has. Okay. You threw it out of the window. And I walked, I, I almost did that, but being as environmentally friendly as I am, I was going to get some coffee and right away right off the bat right i'm trying to get some coffee i'm trying to start getting my network on i'm trying to settle in and now i have a bag and i have to do coffee with a bag in my hand so all i did is i said you know let me just set this down i i went ahead i sent it down on on a on a ledge by one of the columns around the thing and i said maybe i'll pick this up later maybe i won't you know and then in the end i i didn't 
But the here here's the thing with the socks, by the way, is that they fit right in your pocket. They fit right in your pocket. Because I also said, I don't want to do a backpack either. You know, carrying a backpack around with a laptop and a power cord all day long gets old. You know, and I'm It's not I like wanted... you gotta work during the day during the conference, like Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I do. I often conference. had that, like during the conference, you had this emergency call as a developer working at the agency, or just want to quickly do I mean, something. You have actual work to do. You have actual thousands of developers using your stuff. You have a team. You're hiring people. You're dealing with things. You know, this is why you're having an impact which is great and fantastic. And I prefer to post memes and, you know, keep it, keep it simple, you know, but and, uh, you, you've got to have both. You've got to have both. It's not either sophisticated, or. It's... Uh, get sophisticated discussions between extension vendors and agency. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm about, yeah. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um, but I, I love the socks that you're wearing. They are from Hypernode, by the way. Let's just call them out. They haven't paid, they haven't paid for that. They haven't paid they for haven't that mention yet. For, well, they, what well, we need to they do... Let, they let Ilana, their uh, support manager, head of support, they let her join us to New York. She was fantastic. I love Ilana more than I can describe. We had a lot of uh, deep conversations, as well as some conversations about tech. We had about 90% deep personal conversations, and 7%, we talked a little bit about some of the support stuff and some of the hosting stack stuff. Series breakdown. Which, what's 97, that? you're, you're yeah. giving a series breakdown, and 90% uh, and 7%, I'm already curious about the, the remaining 3%. <laughs> No, 93, okay, so 93, seven, 93, seven is the breakdown. Oh. And, um, and, uh, and so, yeah, so, which is the perfect ratio for a conference. It's the absolute perfect ratio. The mistake people make is talking business too much. You want it, you want to limit it to seven to 9% tops. That's, that's my official recommended ratio. So, um, so you go yeah, there, you're she's... talking to someone in your hat, you're like 21, 22, 23, <laughs> 24, 25. Yeah. Check. <laughs> Stop thinking, yeah. I'm like thinking this, this person just broke 25%. They don't, they don't realize that I'm never going to talk uh, to them. I don't ever like again. this at all. I don't like this at all. This is not <laughs> yeah. a nice person. Yeah. They don't realize that I just blocked them on Twitter and LinkedIn in my head <laughs> and th the relationship is over, you know? Um, no, it was such, it was such a blast. And then I was like, I gotta, I just, I gotta do more of this. So then I was talking to Ignacio about, um, uh, well, I was trying to pitch him on Mage Chat, if I'm being completely honest. And he's like, what are you talking about? You're, you're insane. I've been doing community my entire life and you want to start this and you want to charge people and i said listen what can i do for you and he's like i don't know and i'm like how's everything going with the conference good da, da, da. i go i'm gonna get you a sponsor i will you give me 50 bucks 
and I am going to get you a sponsor. So I posted, then uh, Walmart ended up replying. A few people replying. Hopefully that works out on LinkedIn. And then I was, as I was thinking more about it, I said, I got to go. I got to go because I don't know. I just think it'll be fun. I got my wife on board. So we're, we're about to buy the plane tickets. And um, I'm, anyways, uh, that's... I'm on the same, I'm on the same, uh, same bandwagon. I'm, uh, I'm, Let me, I've pitched a, ID to my wife. She's, yeah. she's going to come to Madrid. I, I, I thought the no. event was in Barcelona before, but yeah, yeah, I'm going to take my wife. If, if, we, if I'm what? coming, then I'm coming together with my wife. Yeah. What? Bro, but not your kids, right? You're going to, they're nah. going to, okay. Me and you are having dinner together with the wives. Just the two of us. Nobody else comes. Just the <laughs> two of us. Right? Cool. Okay. All right. So, but here's a question I have for you, okay? Because... Mm -hmm. People are broadening out to other platforms. We're aware of this. Um, the company that acquired uh, Ignacio does a lot of Salesforce, right? Which is upmarket. That's how these things tend to work out. The upmarket people acquire the, the, the down market relative to them. So, um, and I was talking to, to somebody in, uh, um, in, the, uh, in the Mage Chat thing on Friday who's doing Salesforce stuff. And, and, and they were talking about uh, some interesting things about it. It's a super closed platform, which is a whole other thing. But... What, um, from your perspective, right, as, as Hiva, Huva, I still can't say Hiva to you with a straight face, despite the fact that you gave me an official endorsement to do so. Because, um, you know, I d deeply inside, I don't mean it, but I'll, I'll allow it. That's it. That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, the problem with saying Huva is I still don't feel like I'm pronouncing it correctly. Like, when my wife's name is Angelica, right? When people say Angelica. Angelica, yeah, when people Angelica. say Angelica, which they do because they want to try their best to pronounce it as correctly as possible, but they just can't quite vocalize it, I actually mm -hmm. don't like it. I would prefer they say Angelica. Angelica. Yes. Mm -hmm. So anyways, that's what's going on in the back of my head. Um, so, but here's my question, right, is that you're Magento or die, which I, I love. I love that about you and about the vision and about the mission. Um, what's your perspective going to a more broadened out conference, right? Are you trying to win knives people out. over? What's that? I'm going to uh, knives out, going to paint my face. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Shank a few people. But is it more about um, is it more about connecting with the Magento people that are there? Is it more about you know? Do you see yourself bringing people over from other platforms? Like, what's your what's your perspective there? Um, it's new, so I I, I I can't really tell yet how that will how to work work out. Um, I do applaud that Ignacio is doing this. Um, I think it's a natural thing that we're diversifying. I, as a as a solution provider, or a, a, um, as a building a product, um, I choose to work with Magento only. But um, I think it makes sense for a lot of my customers to have multiple platforms they work with. 
So mm-hmm. getting as much as possible, as much people as possible in one place and just talk about commerce and everything around it. Yeah. And um, have some discussions about when to use which platform is yeah. meaningful, learnful. Yeah. And um, I mean, Magento is just, is still the best platform out there if you want to self-host your code um, mm-hmm. and want to have like the ultimate customization and uh, it offers a lot that other platforms don't. It's just, mm. we need a little bit more corporate backing um, yeah. for the open source, open source version. Um, and that's something we're working on. Um, it's the understatement of the century, which, uh, which uh, I, I, that's just, that's, that's awesome. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, that's, I, uh, yeah, um, um, I, um, I look forward to seeing all of those people that would not come to the Magento event anymore because they made a switch and it's kind mm-hmm. of awkward to go to a Magento event. Mm-hmm. But um, I I can't say I love any of those people less because they switched. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So like, yeah. seeing them back will be like a high school reunion. Yes, um, and think, um, an yeah. opportunity that I will take. I think that is a. You know, I'm hearing this from. I heard the same thing from uh, from Ignacio, and um, it's the same feeling I have. There's a there's a nostalgia that we have to connect with people that we were once connected to. I think there was a time when if somebody left Magento, you felt like you lost somebody. And in a sense, you did in the sense that you weren't going to see them at the conferences. You weren't going to be talking about the same things online. You weren't going to be connected as much um, anymore. And like, I feel like... um, what I want to sort of do is sort of find ways to connect with each other. And we're all solving the very similar problem. The view storefront guys I'm in love with and I, you know, Philip Bartek, and I know that you um, did your, your, your webinar with them. You obviously um, have a ton of respect for what they're doing. They're, they're, they're in a different the space. I consider friends. Philip and Bartek friends. Absolutely. Friends. 100%. That's what it is. And, there are other scenarios where there are people who move to different things or all of a sudden they have different strategic competitive interests and then it can sometimes, uh, whatever, it can sometimes make it hard to work together. And that's sometimes a reality of uh, business and whatever. But yeah, like, um, and you know, I don't, you know, View Storefront is not a in terms of my business interests, it's very much on the periphery, but it's something I think is cool and I think they're cool and I just want to hang out with them and stuff like that. So, but I mean, um, they are platform agnostic, so, so totally, they fit in totally. everywhere. Um, they do. I believe that they're fairly heavy into commerce tools, uh, as far as what their backends. I mean, the customer base is still 90% Magento because it is was it? the first thing they released. And if you saw oh, okay. one, the first version of the product only worked with Magento for the longest mm-hmm. time. So they have mm-hmm. like, I think literally over 90% of the live stores oh, wow. are on Magento. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm sure that they're they're focusing on other platforms and would definitely prefer to have um, more diversified customers, I guess. Yeah, 
or platform. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like you said, you know, people, everybody's touching different platforms in one way or another. Um, you know, even, even you, that's magento, quote magento only, right. You're inner, you're interfacing with people that are, like you said, you, you know, there's agencies that are customers of yours that touch other platforms and you have relationships. So, um, you I know, so that's, I, I go to shopware events and people are like, oh, you're going to bring Huva to shopware. I'm like, mm, no, not necessarily. You know, why are you here then? It's like, because all my friends are here <laughs> there's a lot that's of people such, here that such, I just like yeah. to see. And, um, and last weekend I just came back from uh, the major conference in Cologne in Germany and, uh, half of the organizers do shopware now as well. Uh, Claudia, yeah. uh, Claudia works at shopware and I discussed like at the end of the event, I asked her like, please, will you do this again next year? She was like, yeah. It, it kind of felt like it would be a conflict of interest, but I feel now during the weekend that it's like, it's a good fit. Like we can learn from each other and it doesn't feel strange to be here. So I am, yeah, yeah, I hope, I, I hope they will continue to do that. Um, I, yeah. I think that being friends, it sounds, you know, in a business context, it sounds, uh, uh it sounds, uh, so secondary, like, it sounds like, come on guys, we're here to do business, but I think it's a massive part of what makes our, you know, whatever the, the community is, whatever this all is. I, I use the phrase as the scattered tribes of the Magento community, whatever the thing is like, it's a big part of it. And it could be, it could be 70% of it. It could be 40% of it. Like, it's there's something intangible there that you know if if you were to tell somebody yeah i'm going to this uh event in germany where half of the people are doing shopware and i'm going there just because my friends are there they're gonna go come on dude like just come on what you what's what's what are you doing this for what's your business interest for doing this for and you go no literally like it's fun i like i want to hang out We're, we'll have some interesting conversations yeah there is there are some hybrid customers there as well that certainly doesn't hurt but like it's, it's just a cool, it's just a cool thing. Like to me, the magic is in that intersection between work and the personal, the friendship, the networking, the having fun, the dancing, sauna on the dance floor, getting, get, you know, she's, that was, that was dope. Um, she's such a good dancer and, uh, you know, just all of it combined to me is, is what kind of the magic is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what are we talking about today, man? We got to start making some progress through this doc. Yeah. So, um, I guess we said enough about Meet Magenta New York. I mean, we, we could go on just mentioned, came back from the major conference, which is nice. It's, um, it's just a very big contrast between a Meet Magento and an unconference Unconference mm -hmm. is very, um, it's, uh, much, much more personal, um, personal connection with people. And it's, it's really, it's like a big coffee break with some improvised talks in between. Um, I'm dying to go to one of these on I've been fascinated by the, the whole German unconference thing for years now. And I think I've really that the German one. one, the German one really stands out because the, the, 
the group of people there is just extraordinarily welcome and and um yeah they've been doing it for such a long time that it's all it's very organic and yeah. uh, i think the concept has been a bit complicated to to replicate um yeah. i know i know that the netherlands has had one or two Meijong conferences and and it just had you don't have different... to always make it about the Netherlands, man. You really don't. <laughs> you can just it, you can just uh, give it had the a Germans different their atmosphere. Uh-huh. It was uh, it was different, um, and people were somehow less enthusiastic about it. Um, mm-hmm. Now uh, Jesse Reitzma was at the conference in Germany uh, last weekend because uh, I think also uh, he's been there before, but um, he was now there. I think with a with an extra interest because he's planning on doing. A major conference in the Netherlands next year, in June. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, he especially wanted to be uh, in, in this edition, I guess, to uh, to see uh, what what makes the conference special. Dude, um, I was yeah, I was this close to getting Yissa into Mage Chat, and then we're, we're, we're I got to talk to him because he I have to. It's a it's a. The whole thing is a failure if I don't get him involved. So that's, that's a tangent. But um, I haven't seen him in a long time, man. He's such a, he's such a warm guy and uh, obviously doing some Yeah, it's nice. Uh, it's nice to see that you can more or less sense that Jesse has decided to um, get a little bit closer to his roots and get back into the Magento, like really, really st- stepping a bit more more firmly back into the Magento. I mean, he has always That's been in Magento, but he was diver- diversifying a bit. And I think that he's realized that um, the community can use uh, the extra attention. And like now that this whole revival is happening, that more can be done in the Netherlands event-wise. So uh, he's stepping That's up, really seeing if we can do anything with um, uh, the Dutch community. Uh, we have our own our own Dutch Slack, but uh, it's currently uh, unmaintained. And um, I'm familiar. It would be good. <laughs> it would be good if there's a new uh, a new initiative that would represent or like would uh, shepherd the uh, the Dutch community. Uh, and yes, uh, uh, he's uh, he's setting up an academy. He's starting next year, like a Magento Academy, really s- training junior developers, going to yeah. universities, uh, so promoting Magento development at universities. So that's a really cool thing. And he wants to do more events, um, really Magento specific. So yeah, um, yeah that's a big win. Um, that's and it's, super cool. I- I'm. I'm curious to know, and I, I mean, I wouldn't have asked about this if you didn't bring it up, but what, because I remember him, I think, I feel like I remember him getting interested in shopware and maybe doing some trainings or things like that on it. Mm-hmm. What, what was the, uh, what exactly, what exactly is, is the shift that you're talking about of going back deeper into Magento? Is it the events thing specifically or... Was he not seeing uh, yes, the uh, demand in the shopware space? Because that's a no, that's a common thing. No, okay. no, I don't think. I think yes, uh, by nature, someone that goes for the underdog and he can shift directions very quickly. Like if everyone goes left, then he's like, well, I'll go right. One because it's controversial and I like that. But two, mm-hmm. 
that means uh, left gets enough attention, I'll give attention to the right. And then when everyone leans back to the right, I'll go back to left. <laughs> yeah, um, I like that. I like and that. I think um, he was just interested in expanding his horizon and doing the the um, the shopware training stuff. He recorded the official shopware training videos, I think. Um, uh, so he did that for shopware. So they, they mm-hmm. paid him to record those. Um, for Magento, he's always recorded his own trainings and just sold them as a online training. Yeah. Um, he did that for Hoover as well. Um, but That's right. I mean, he hosted Reacticon. And Reacticon was a. He's the training yeah. goat. Um, and, and he did a lot of front end technology um, training, but also education with his, uh, his events. Um, so he did PWA trainings, Luma training, a few storefront training, uh, Huva trainings, all, yeah. all different front ends. Yeah. And, uh, and Reacticon was always quite neutral, like, uh, giving enough, enough, uh, um, spotlight to all the solutions. Yeah. And now it feels like he's, he's, um, consciously stepping back to really uh, do something for the Magento community specifically. That's cool. Dude, to, I'm so... uh, because that's, yeah, that's what we I currently was... need for. We need the community to start representing Magento yeah. as a brand because Adobe refuses to represent the brand Magento right now. And, and I've been talking to them for a year to mm. Adobe people and trying to get them to clear out that message and, and stop saying Magento is now Adobe Commerce, which is a false statement. Magento Commerce became Adobe Commerce, but Magento Open Source still is Magento Open Source. So the Magento I think brand that, still uh, I think I still may exists. Have just, I think I may have just <laughs> found my, my clip for this episode. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I, I am, I'm so excited about the Magento community movement. I think that there's always been this tension between community and corporate and it's, you know, it's been sometimes better than others. It's never perfect and nothing's nothing's ever perfect. And there's always going to be things to complain about, but there are times where it can be bad to a point. You know, it's like any relationship, right? It's never perfect. You're going to have ups and downs, but there are points at which the downs are so far down that you're not going to make it. And I'm not saying um, I really I respect what you're doing of, of working together, and I think it's important. And I think that ideally we are going to find a way to work together with Adobe, and I think that's really going to be better for everybody. But I I just like the self determination, like the the idea that we can have the self determination of doing what is right for the community and the customer base and the product ultimately. And that, yeah, we want to work together, but we're not, we're going to go from asking permission to doing the thing and seeing if they want to be on board. And that so we're is doing the gigantic, things, yeah. We're doing the things that have we don't need permission. For, no, I mean, yeah. it's like, it's not that, it's not necessarily that we're we're looking to go against anyone um, because Correct. that comes with a lot of negativity and fighting against the current is just senseless. Listen, and, man, and I I want to stop I want to stop complaining and stay in the in a negative 
uh, yeah, totally. on, on these topics and just see wherever just... we can do um, what's within our own control. Yeah. And that's, that's writing, that's building a website that tells merchants what Magento is. Yeah. And if no one else does that, we as a community need to build a website to explain merchants what Magento is, what the features are, what the pros and the benefits are, and how it compares to other platforms, including Adobe Commerce. 100%. And if we don't get that messaging from corporate, then, then we do need to have that message because we are selling <laughs> Magento on a daily basis. And we need representation for that brand. Yeah. And we as a community are big enough wealthy enough there's enough money going around so many people working with it if we, we just combine clubs. forces and yeah. uh, <laughs> if we just join forces and take all of the positive aspects and work work with 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 that spirit and we do it together then we can do the sky's the limit we can build Dude. anything we need yeah having met you in person for the first time after god knows how many years possibly a decade knowing you online you are so extremely soft-spoken uh you know on video and stuff and so um uh in per in person you i see that you are very um uh, what's the word i'm looking for you i understand why you're you are a good like a good leader and you're very um uh what's the word i'm looking for you know it's just it's funny to me like i know it's all genuine but i just think that you're you're very mindful of how you communicate and i think you you communicate really effectively but like you're you're much more um <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to make this so awkward you're you're very you're like a strong dude you're like a i'm i know what i want i'm gonna get it done type of a guy and uh and so anyway that was just a weird meta moment i will say that <laughs> it was definitely weird yeah that was weird sorry 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 summarize, it's like, summarize what you just said <laughs> it's like you said that you've said yourself i'm a politician you have said in your own words you're a politician right Mm. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm on a, I'm on a board of director, a, a, a board of directors on the Magenta Association. So that I think that that means you're doing politics. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. So all I'm saying is that you're 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 good at what you do. All right. Uh, on the on the Adobe, I will say, you know, like I said, I have my rants against Adobe and everything like that, but. I ran into a bunch of Adobe people in, in New York. They were fan. They were. It was so cool, man. Like, like. Uh, um, oh, oh God, I'm blanking. I want to say his name's Harrison. Um, the guy does payments, and he he. Um, I ran into him. Super cool guy. Mm -hmm. Really enjoyed talking to him. He did a, a post afterwards on LinkedIn, saying that he really like saying that. He had been hearing about this whole Magento community for a long time, didn't quite understand what the hell it meant, and that he kind of experienced it for the first time, and he kind of, like, mm -hmm. understood what that magic was about or whatever. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, man, like, I, I you know, um, I'm doing a meetup here in Austin in a couple of weeks. There's probably going to be some Adobe people. So I, I, I think that uh, 
you know, I think it's great. And now some, sometimes your in, the interests can be out of alignment and, you know, you got to figure that out. But we're all just people trying to live our lives and trying to make a buck. And, um, and so, yeah, man, like we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. It doesn't have, there doesn't have to be so much, vi- so much vitriol all the time. Um, yeah, it's just, it's really hard to, to convey this, like make them feel what this community is about. And if I tweeted last weekend that orange is not red, it's just, it's genuinely like, that's a there's so tweet. much emotion and passion in just the color orange and the logo and the hexagon and everything that's, yeah. that we've built up in the past 12, 13, 14 years. How much is it? Um, and it's just, that's what a brand it's, is. It's non-transferable. Yeah. That's what a brand is. It's a logo or an image or a thing. It transcends the logo. It transcends that, but the color is a part of it. It's something that people identify with and love and appreciate. And that's what makes that's a brand. It almost, you know. It's almost offensive to read Magentus now Adobe Commerce. I mean, that's a hundred percent offensive. It should say Magento, Magento Commerce, Commerce is now yeah. Adobe Commerce. 100%. And that's, that's a fact. And they could go as far as renaming the open source product. They could have done this. I mean, they could have killed the Magento brand also on the open source. They would have been within their they, rights. They would have been within their rights to do it because they, they did acquire that, the but thing. We wouldn't, but they didn't. We wouldn't but, have had a meet Adobe Commerce in New York. We wouldn't have no. had an uh, uh, well, uh, uh, Adobe Unconf last weekend. Um, it it just yeah, it's 100%. not transferable. We, um, we don't identify with right. that color. And yep. that doesn't mean yep. that we're hostile. That doesn't mean we can't work together. It doesn't mean like we cannot be one community. Dude, but- yeah. I, at one point in the third iteration of Commerce Hero, I changed my colors to black and red. Partly, partly because of the Adobe thing and partly because... I just kind of liked the colors and I just wanted to do something different, but I'm not going to lie. It was partly because of the Adobe thing. And I actually, I actually feel guilty about that. Like not even joking. I feel in hindsight, I feel weird about that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it, the color thing is a funny thing. And, um, mm. No, these are it's all... just hard to explain why this is so important for us, why orange and hexagon are so important for us and why we need, yeah. why we need to have orange socks and mugs and t-shirts and, yeah. and yeah, there's a fanaticism, a... there's a fanaticism <laughs> to the community, which is part of what it's makes... like telling your church that they need to get rid of the cross and make it a circle. Right, 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 right. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Welcome to church. Uh, we're going to make some some tweaks. We we did get acquired recently by the um, yeah. the Pope now other... has a red <laughs> yeah. outfit. We're uh, you know we're, the crosses. We're keeping we're keeping them in, but we're just not going to use them here. You know, you can use them in yeah. other contexts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's a great example. And these are religions. Like I like I keep saying, these are all mini religion. Like 
these groups that we're in are many religions and and religions can be good and they can be bad and the, the and i want to stress again that adobe is doing very good things for the community and for open source and they, they right so they're still investing in that and they had announcements right. at meet Magents in new york about the right. open source contribution thing and they're making the right decisions right. on the certification expiry so right. if if you if you haven't heard or read they were about to um to uh, invalidate or like expire all of the existing magenta certifications um by this december Mm -hmm. And uh, you would need to do a full uh, re-exam, uh, mm -hmm. certification um, to to keep your license. Yeah. Um, but they uh, they decided to postpone that to mid next year, I think, to June. Yeah. And they're going to have like a, um, a program to keep your certification up to date without doing a full certification which yeah. is the right thing to do. Like, um, I've, I've always thought like they, they should have either had, have said like the certification is bound to the Magento version at the time that you take the certification. So I'm Magento 2.2 certified and I can do an up, uh, I could do an update to two, four or two, five, whatever, when, when new versions come out yeah. or or like have you uh, 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 update your license and gladly they, they now uh, seem to have chosen to do that. So right. um, there's still a lot of good things coming out of Adobe uh, for right. the community. So I'm, I'm totally. still grateful. I mean, it's I just mean, like, I mean, hundred percent. Here's the thing, man, they're investing real dollars and cents into it. Now they might, they may not be making all the decisions we want them to make, and we may have things we disagree about and money isn't everything, it's far from everything, but they're putting real resources, you know, into this thing. Now you may say they're doing it because they have to and they eventually want it to disappear and whatever. You could, you could say that, who knows if that's true or not, but you have to respect the fact that they're putting real dollars into this thing, um, which would, we'd be worse off if they weren't. And, um, you know, some people are like, don't bite the hand that feeds you. Some people get angry about us, you know, what do you want to call us pro community guys or pro community fanatics. Some people, uh, <clears throat> Philip Jackson get angry that we are complaining because we're biting the hand that feeds us. Right. And I know a thing or two about feeding, a, a, you know, a child and if, and if they're not grateful for that, or if they're complaining, you're like, dude. Like, you want to not eat tonight? What's the deal? You know, but <laughs> giving you some insight into my into my parenting style. But so that's a that's a reality too. That's a reality too. It's it's you know, it's not all black and white. And um, yeah, so. I mean they're they're dedicated to keeping keep supporting Magento, um, and they have they have so much stakes in the platform, they have enterprise customers building huge, huge stores on the monolith today. Yeah. And they will support them for many more years than they would probably like. Um, right. There's rumors that there's still Magento one enterprise customers just chugging along. Oh, I believe um, that. I believe that 100%. It's, um, they, they will keep doing Magento open source and supporting it and, and offering PCI compliance for that 
for a long time. It's just yeah. that the main product vision is is different from that. So mm-hmm. it gets love, but it doesn't get the love that you need to make it an innovative product that has like a, 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 a roadmap with new features or whatever. All features will be focused on microservices and, uh, and fit right. into that cloud offering. Right. So um, we as a community can fill that gap and uh, and build our own new features on the platform and um and they're not against that like if we have discussions about that uh with our leadership um through the open source task force or or in other forms then they say well great so uh, if something great comes out of major os then we can probably take that and put that upstream into the official magento product so uh, please go ahead and uh, and show us show us what you can do there let me let me say that. Let me ask you. Um, why do you have? Do you? Ha- I think I know the answer to this question, and we can get in as much detail as we want. But do you have? Is Hiva compatible with the uh, enterprise or whatever the heck they're calling it these days? Commerce edition of Magento. Uh, not the full feature set. So we we um, uh, we've waited with that until we had full open source coverage and uh, and mm-hmm. built out the team to the point where we're satisfied with this current state. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we have we actually we have one big release coming up um, with some some newer libraries. So Alpine and Tailwind are being updated in the upcoming release, and then. Um, then we fully shift focus to the commerce features. Now we okay. have plenty commerce customers uh, running Huva. Okay. Um, some some commerce customers don't even use any of the commerce features. They literally oh, just know, uh, install I, open I was, source. I was one of those customers. I was in house with a merchant. We didn't use. I don't. I don't think hardly any of the enterprise features. But you just. People want to have a support license. They want to have indemnity, that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, some people like to put it on uh, Adobe Cloud, which uh, these days uh, I have to correct myself. I've I've said when we talked about Damien's uh, solution, I said uh, Adobe Cloud still doesn't scale. It scales. So um, that's that's a great (laughs) involvement. Um, I have to. I but, can't let that. I can't let that statement go un, unchallenged. What, what do you mean that it scale? That it does uh, true auto scaling? It, it it does true auto scaling. That's what Igor means. Uh, really? Meow meow. You don't have to email domain, anybody. Uh, it automatically auto scales and downscales. So let's get Igor on the podcast and have okay. him explain all about it. Um, okay. I just I just know that he uh, he sh- he responded to a tweet about um, what was it about again? Um, I'll ask him. I'll oh, ask yeah. him. Yeah. They had they had an announcement. They had a, a presentation at New York where they showed um, uh, performance improvements with with uh, ten thousands or hundred thousands uh, of orders uh, in an hour. And someone asked what the architecture was or what, what, what hosting it was running. And it was running cloud, uh, native clouds from, uh, from Magento Adobe. Um, and, um, I, I will say I, um, I, I got, um, Igor is getting into mage chat, which I'm really, mm-hmm. I'm really excited about. And, uh, so we'll, I'll, we'll, we'll ask him in there, get into some details yeah. in there. 
Um, so I know some people take a, huge a commerce fan. license. <laughs> they take it for the for the accountability for the to use yeah. Adobe Cloud, and we're we're all compatible with Adobe Cloud. We have plenty of customers running that. Um, but we don't have the full feature set yet. We, we have a public feature matrix, which you can look up uh, on our website. Um, and uh, we've, we've been working quite long with Aware Digital HEC in, in, uh, in the UK that has been building out the uh, Adobe Sensei live search and product recommendations. Oh, and cool. that's almost finished, I think. And we got help from the Adobe team there. So we had a couple of calls with them. And they're super supportive um, to right. help us become compatible with commerce. Um, right. It's just we're, we're getting started with that whole project to get full feature coverage this month. So uh, okay. Fina is going to start working on that uh, this week. Um, I'm going to get started that... with that later this month. So before the end of the year, I'm expecting to have a lot more uh, feature coverage there. Do you think that when you do have, let's call it full, I mean, in some sense, in some sense, like you said, you're already um, compatible with Commerce Edition. Um, I still want to call it Enterprise. I hate calling it Commerce Edition, but whatever. It's the Enterprise version of the product. So for me, that makes yeah, more sense as well. that makes more sense to me. I mean, this is all Commerce. Like, what are we talking about? But anyways, um, uh, if so... So in some sense, you, you, you already are compatible. You've already had, you already have customers, but mm -hmm. let's say that, let's just say that, let's say when you got to the point where you had, you know, support for all the features or a lot of the features, right? Do you think that corporate would, um, endorse Whova, whatever that means? Do you think that they would, do you think that they ultimately see it as, a competitor or do you think that they would you know want to push people to it because it's a good product that could that could um support customers that customers would love how do you think they perceive it so they 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 currently see more and more demand and they get questions about about compatibility yeah so um it was good to hear in New York a couple of Adobe people uh, endorsing Huva one-on-one, -on -one, um, and um, and them saying that they want to look into it more closely to offer some level of support, so that when a question comes, that they can properly answer yes or no. It should work or shouldn't work, so they can officially confirm that it's working on cloud. Um, one of the other things that they were interested in was doing some performance tests to see um, how well Huva's running compared to Luma and maybe even PWA Studio, just to have the business case internally so that they can mm. take it into their, um, maybe even into the sales process. But at least way, from a support perspective. Yeah. yeah. From a yeah. support perspective, they're interested in. Uh, getting a bit more uh, hands-on because now all the agencies, they build up the knowledge themselves. And um, Adobe generally has um, uh, a policy of um, stopping their support level uh, once, uh, once third-party extensions get involved. So if you have any question about third-party extension, um, they will say uh, you have to get support there and we don't 
so they they don't really offer support on that um right. they they might look into huva and uh, give that a little bit more official endorsement but it, it will depend how it turns out your question if they would see this competition i don't think at all um because currently worse we're selling commerce licenses so people really? use huva to i mean i'm not personally selling but people are buying enterprise licenses adobe commerce licenses to use huva on that platform so um i don't That's know awesome. Huva plays a role in the decision process to use adobe commerce at that stage yep. and the more that would happen the more sense it makes for them to uh, be positive towards by the way uh, by the way you uh, as i'm asking this question i'm thinking it through and the the truth is that if they did want to start to push people to you they would eventually want to acquire you and you cannot under any circumstances allow that to happen at least no, for like I'm, 10 I'm years i'm not too i'm not too eager i'm not too eager to uh, to let that happen um that's I've talked to people to from Gene Commerce. <laughs> I've, I'm familiar. I'm familiar with the situation um, on the ground. By the way, no, um, I had I think such it's, a good it's time. It's most healthy quick, for Huva to, yeah. Quick shout out to Gene Commerce. I had a fantastic time hanging out with Matt Parkinson. We and, both uh, had. I was at the same right. table. That's right. That's right. It's funny because you came and sat down and I was like, this is amazing. I want to spend the next two hours talking to four of us. And then I had to go to the bathroom and then I got uh, involved in another conversation. I didn't come back for like an hour, but um, I, he's got, I, he's, he, the British sense of humor is there's just something special about it that, uh, that I love. And um, anyways, it was a blast, but yeah, we're familiar with the, we're familiar with what, what, um, what, what, uh, the whole Bluefoot thing. But actually, you know, I have heard, and there was a long time where the page builder thing, I think, was just vaporware. It was this odd thing that it was a great product that got converted into vaporware. But I've heard recently that a lot of people say the page builder is actually pretty, pretty solid. Um, I've heard that from several people. Yeah, it, it differs. One person loves it, the other doesn't. Um, do you guys integrate with work. Page Builder, or do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's just it's a bit hard to customize the Page Builder and build your custom elements for it because it's yeah, it's it's heavily engineered as right. as most thing on uh, things on Magento Frontend are. And uh, and by default. the way, go going sorry i keep interrupting you man by the way um going back to the whole nostalgia community thing dave mccauley is going to be at this meetup next thursday um mm -hmm. he's a bold he's a bold commerce now and so mm -hmm. um so yeah man I, i'm just i'm just pumped about eric Irway. by the way who everybody i talked to recently is like dude i can't miss eric you know mm -hmm. and uh he's gonna be there too he's at cart.com now and I guess they mm -hmm. do logistics or something. I think they're basically a SaaS vendor into e-commerce, right? So I'm just isn't it, uh, isn't Ant it Anton Krill e-commerce platform? No, no, no. It's not an e-com platform. It sounds. I honestly, I don't quite understand it. He told me the web. I don't. Uh, he said that what's on the website is a little different from what their primary thing is, but um, 
Anton Krill is going to be there too, which I'm pumped about. He's at. Uh, this is literally, if I go to card.com, there's a section in the header that says storefront and it says build a online store with limitless customization. Honestly, I, I'll stop here because I'm not here to promote any other platform than Magento, logically. But... I agree. I agree. <laughs> I want to officially retract. I that will from give Eric some love. Um, he's everybody he's loves done Eric. so much for everybody us as a community. Eric. Everybody loves Eric. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even realize the extent of it until recently when after sometimes you don't appreciate what you have until it's gone. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was part of it. Like I've, I've been talking to a billion people recently and his name just keeps coming up, you know, because we you don't, don't have know an what Eric you got Irway. till it's gone. That's it. We don't have an Eric Irway current. We don't have a Ben Marks and we don't have an Eric Irway. Uh, my goal is to be the new Ben Mark, so we'll see how that goes. We have a few things in the works, but um, yeah, we don't. That the MA is taking Eric's place more or less. Um, but, okay. Um, Eric, uh, Eric had pre-knowledge of the community and the ecosystem, and uh, and already he cared. Knew you could tell he cared. The product you and everything that he cared. Yeah. And he had the... his own internal stakeholders. He had, I mean. It's not like everything mm-hmm. that you wanted to happen, he could make happen. Um, but you just could tell that he cared. Like, and that's not always something that you get with every point of mm-hmm. contact you have at corporate. It just isn't. And so I think Eric something... gave a lot more in his role than was asked from him 100%. from his employer. Uh, and he really, he really worked for the community. A hundred percent. I mean, and, yeah. and again, that doesn't mean that every single thing we want to do, he was able to get done. I mean, he wasn't the CEO of Adobe or whatever. He wasn't the chief commerce. He wasn't the Lonnie Stark, but, uh, he, yeah, you could just tell that he, he cared and he did everything he could. And, uh, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm super pumped about hanging out with him and, um, yeah. So there's one, one more short topic which could be potentially a whole episode topic, but, uh, I'd like to just I over three do hours it. today, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> I got nothing, but I got nothing. Else I can't, I, I can't, but I, I, I just want Man. to breach the, the, the subject and then, um, and then continue the subject later okay. when I have more information, but, okay. uh, a lot of people might be wondering, uh, there was an announcement at, uh, meet Magenta New York about, um, the uh, open source contributions that will be managed by the Magenta Association, mm-hmm. um, which uh, currently is the result from the open source task force that we had at the Magenta Association. Um, and this thing started out a year ago when the task force was, uh, was created and uh, we started talking about what open source and community needs to, to, uh, make it thriving again and to make contributions, uh, uh, possible again. Uh, and that ended up uh, <laughs> with LTS and SDS, that whole plan that then, uh, never, uh, never saw the light because, um, it was just a too big project. Uh, and I've, 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 uh, I've talked about this in a previous episode that, um, Adobe's reasoning was if we if we don't do one one can you still distribution hear me? right 
Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, okay, sorry. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk to the other room, but I can still hear you, and I'll edit this part out. <laughs> I can still hear you. Sorry, go ahead. Adobe's reasoning is uh, that they they would rather um, manage one code base right than do right. it with two. So LTS and STS was supposed to be. Um, one version uh, that had long time support, which would be the, the, the backing for Adobe Commerce. And then there would be one community version that was owned by the community and had short term support, which would move a lot faster and allow us to create new features and, uh, and uh, have pull requests merge much quicker. Where community right. would have had a full control. Um, now, in the end, that, that didn't seem viable uh, uh, to Adobe. And to be honest, it always looked like a really difficult plan to uh, to actually execute. Um, so there were a lot of right. details still missing from that plan at, mm -hmm. uh, before, before understanding how viable it was. Um, so now uh, the newer version or the newer plan um, that's been pitched to Adobe and then accepted by the association um, is to have like a voting mechanism where the community can vote for which features and pull requests will be merged into the Magento core codes. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and um, yeah, as, as me being part of the uh, Magento association, I'll be involved in, in how what shape that should take and how that should be worked out that plan. Um, and there's still a lot of question marks there. Um, but so far, what we know is that Adobe is giving, is going to give resources, uh, to have more pool requests merged, uh, if we prioritize right. them. Um, but there's still a lot of questions up in the air that, I, that I, that I, um, give to Adobe right. to learn. What is what the details? What the nitty gritty details are before we start promoting this? So, um, uh, I'd like to find out like how many resources Adobe is going to commit and uh, uh, who's going to do the final reviews and doing the merging of pull requests and um, are we going to get a certain amount of hours every month that engineers will work on pull requests or um, I heard is it going to I... be like one pull request every month because then it's a bit of a <laughs> I heard and I, and I um I there are birdies that talk to me from time to time it was not you it was there were multiple birdies that talked to me and I will sometimes share something that I heard from a, a little birdie and it will it's a judgment call but I will say one of the things I heard was that there's no one internal at Adobe who is working on Magento itself anymore. It's um, so it's outsourced you know? to some company, and everybody you know. essentially internal at Adobe is working on the microservices side of things. Which, if that's true or not, I don't know. But it, but it, I I could understand the rationale behind it. If it were true, um, that's the direct future direction of the product. It is what it is, but that, yeah. that's kind of an interesting, kind of an interesting thing. Development. Yeah. Um, 
what we know is that all of the, the, the commits or the merges are currently being done by an external uh, company. So that's publicly um, available information, right? On the GitHub. Yeah, you can see that from the commit history. There you go. Uh, we have a, there you go. We have an automated channel in the MageOS Discord that lists all of the commits every day. So you can see what happens on the Magento, the upstream Magento code base. And uh, you can look at all of those requests and um, they're, they're not being merged by core engineers from Adobe. But that doesn't mean that they're not working on the code base internally. It's just the, right. main, the open source maintenance on GitHub yeah. is not being done by core engineers at this time. Right. And um, it's, so it's, that doesn't it's mean not... they, don't have, they don't have developers working internally on Magento anymore, like security performance improvements, like yeah. their own development could still be happening there. But yeah. the maintaining of uh, pull requests yeah. is being done by external company. Yeah. So we don't, we don't, and, and I mean, you know, if, if the external company is good, then, then that's okay. You know what I mean? If, you know what I mean? If, if, if they were outsourcing this to like a solid agency like i would actually think that was kind of cool but it, it it depends how at the end of the day how how good that jordan, team is jordan web services right i hear i hear good things about jordan web services um <laughs> i mean if they were el gentos was doing this i'd be like hey let's let's go i don't believe el gentos is the company on record but um uh, but no. so um so anyways it yeah, it's an interesting development. If it if it is true that no one at corporate is working on Magento, right? That if in fact that's true, we don't know if it is or not. That's sort of an interesting development, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, I mean, in but, the end, uh, in the end, the important thing is that uh, that there are resources being spent, correct. and for this particular thing, like the community ownership it's super important for me to know what resources will be available for this, because if Correct. it's not that much, then it's not something I can get particularly enthusiastic about because one pull request every month wouldn't help. Yeah. If it's then it's the beginning. Yeah. If it's a lot it's... more, then we can really clean ship. Like we can really get yeah. rid of a lot of pull requests that have been What's... dormant for two years and out yeah. of close with some, <laughs> some, uh, get a bot. Right. Um, yeah. Well, what's happening now is that we're in a negotiation and the best, you know, the best types of negotiations are collaborative and you don't, um, it, 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 when you're in a negotiation, if you are only asking permission and you're not prepared to walk from the table, you're in, you're not in a very strong position. And what's changed with Mage OS, with everything that's happening is that we're getting to a point where we're prepared to walk. We don't want to. In an ideal scenario, we find a happy medium. But to be completely honest, the, the counterparty can't take you seriously if you're not prepared to walk. And, and so that's just the nature of the beast. So the thing gonna, is, we don't need to walk. Like we can we stay exactly where we, we are. To. I agree. And we can have I completely an agree. alternative distribution that works in harmony with the official one. Totally agree. I um, totally agree. And that's, I totally agree. So right now you can just you can just switch between MageOS and Magento, official Magento by changing one line of code in your composer file. Right. It's right. A, exactly identical. Right. Uh, a code base. And then we'll start working on a different distribution that will have extra features or performance improvements and right. all of this stuff. But we'll, right. we'll take care to make sure that 
you can still switch between versions right. um, and uh, and it means we can stay exactly where we are. Like total, agencies total, total. would be able, if a merchant says, I don't need like the cutting edge, I don't need that version that is maybe 10% faster, but doesn't have official support by Adobe, then they can switch to the uh, Adobe version. Um, and we can go for many years. That was beautiful uh, how you just threw that in. It's maybe 10% faster, but I'm not interested. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you that, um, that uh, again, the, the, the ideal scenario is that we find a happy medium. But it's like you're saying, like you, it's, the question is, okay, we're talking about per request. We're talking about resources. We're talking about voting about what's going to get included. How much are they going to give us? How much are you going to, you know, at some point, they got to give enough. You know, are they going to give 100% of their resources towards this? No. Are they going to give 0% of their resources toward this? No. So we, we need to find a happy medium so we can all move forward together in love and joy and friendship. But, you know, it's They're like you're saying. They're looking how to, how to help us and how to totally. satisfy our needs. Totally. Um, and um, I, can't, I can't tell them how much is needed to get the community enthusiastic about this. Exactly. But it that's would what need it's about. to be quite a substantial amount, I think. That's that's to it. To really get things changing, uh, really get things done there, so that's that it. people actually start to feel like this process is working with them and not against them. So yeah. the whole barrier to contribute should be removed, and people should be wowed by the fact that their pull request was merged within a month. Um, totally. And hundred percent. And then, 100%. then you can build trust. Like people will will change their emotional relationship towards contribution. Hundred percent. And I mean, um, we have we have in the community, man. We have smart, you know, extremely uh, uh, smart and prolific devs that are essentially ready to volunteer their time to do this stuff. So it's kind of like. You've got essentially an unlimited supply of motivated talent to fix all these problems for you if you would just... Now, is it non-trivial for them to sort of allow the community to... I don't know exactly where we're at currently in the, in the whole, what levels of permissions does the community have to merge things into core, but... Um, the community you know, maintainers that prep uh prep pull requests do reviews uh, check the code quality and uh give feedback um uh, but then for every release it's adobe people uh there's there's so much work involved with a release um that they do internally like as soon as they do a freeze on on uh contributions and start prepping a release they do all of this uh, there's too much manual work there's too much manual well, stuff. Well, they do happening. a lot of uh, performance tests and, uh, and, and uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot you of... you guys do performance that... tests in your automated Mage OS uh, packaging deal? We, um, once we start building our own distributions, that would be an important thing to do, yeah. Yeah, That's you guys profiling. are going to have... I mean, you guys are going to have that quick and it's going to be all automated and it's going to be all GitHub actions and it's, it's going to be cool, so... What they need to ultimately do is is allow that to make its way back into the mothership because it's just the right way to do it. And um, anyway, so we'll 
we'll see how it all shakes out. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, we'll have more updates on uh, on the contribution developments. Um, yeah. I should be hearing pretty soon what resources they're making available. And then um, if that's nice. appealing, then, then we'll be looking for people to get involved with the task force that you already have going. Um, now that we know what the real purpose is going to be of that open source task force, now we've defined the mission, which is setting up this voting mechanism and, uh, and determining how that, how that right. will look in practice. Um, we're going to need people that are very close to the contribution process that perhaps are active maintainers or used to be maintainers and they can get right. feedback. Uh, they can give feedback on uh, what we need to have in place in terms of processes uh, to make this successful. So we'll be calling for maintainers that want to make a change, want to make sure that the community gets the right code into the the core code base uh which pull requests etc so um so yeah i think it's still totally. an ex it's still an exciting exciting thing that will will have some form of control over the code base totally um i just, uh, i'm not sure yet what level of excitement uh, totally. to give it all right moving on now that we've beat this dead horse final final segment and then i'm gonna let you go this is a new yeah. segment of the podcast where we all know that we all know that on Twitter, you have to have a PHTML Twitter name. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is something mm -hmm. that was started by someone who will rename, remain nameless, but I have been pushing for this. And what we're going to do in every episode is we're going to name somebody who has not yet corrected their Twitter profile today. That's Alexander Galzo with, uh, with Atwix who um, I hope we're going to see in Madrid as well. We'll see about that. But I'm currently seeing on Twitter that he does not have the PHTML in his, in his, in his Twitter name, and that needs, to be, that needs to be resolved. So that's a new, that's a new segment. I, I really love where this whole uh, Twitter handle thing went. Um, started quite trivial, but uh, it, it really... It, elevates my mood when when I browse Twitter and I see people using the dot PHTML and yeah. even if they if if they use something else like dot XML or XS, XD, yeah. whatever. It's fun. Um, it's, it's just, just fun. fun that it's uh, it's um, it's connected people. Like yeah. it's nice. Like you can see this this is uh, this is my people. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. All right, Willem, thank you, sir. And it's Thanks, free. everybody. It's free. It doesn't take anything. You can just go to Twitter and uh, change your Twitter handle. It's not your handle. It's your name, right? Your name. Just change your name. name. Um, it's, it's, it's a requirement. We will be eventually, there's a grace period. We will eventually be kicking people out of the community if they don't comply. So that's, that's, a, that's a given. But, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, get and in there. And it shows that you care. It shows that you care. So it shows, it shows what team you're on. It shows what religion you're in. This is a religion, and you will be excommunicated uh, if you break the rules. And we do have it, and we do have a deity at the top of it. Okay. Thanks everybody for tuning in, and we will see you next week. See you. Thanks for listening.
Ah, uh, yeah, the recording. That was fun, man. Yeah. Quality. <laughs>